Do you mind introducing yourself to uh, the listener? Hi, my name is Kat Scott. I'm running for Sullivan County Legislature in District 5. I am a first-time candidate and um, running as a Democrat and on an independent line called Sullivan United. So as a first-time candidate, like, why are you uh, running for a seat on the Sullivan County Legislature? And, and like, what, what vision for the future of Sullivan County are you working for as a new candidate? So like many people, um, I really wasn't attuned to Sullivan County government beyond seeing, uh, you know, things here and there in the local news. And then three years ago, this legislature announced that they were selling the Sullivan County Adult Care Center which is where my mother lives. And so I became very concerned and I went to a public hearing and I told myself if the county was in, you know, bad financial situation, then I would have to accept the results, you know, what was good for everyone. And um, when I went to this public hearing, which was on a Tuesday at 8 a.m., you know, so it was not scheduled for, you know, the public, um, I found that there was a hidden agenda and a very unfair process. And so I started going to legislative meetings. And for the last three years, I have um, gone to many legislative meetings, um, ca- committee meetings, full board meetings, emergency meetings, special meetings. And um, and I've learned some of the pressing issues that are facing Sullivan County residents. And I've seen how this legislature has addressed them or hasn't addressed them. And um you know, Jason, when you know something, you can't unknow it. So that really, combined with the advocacy for my mother and the other residents of the care center, I couldn't walk away. So I threw my hat in the ring. You know, and along those lines, uh, uh, you know, healthcare access is a healthcare is a concern across the country, but here in our area, rural healthcare is even trickier. Access to healthcare is an issue. Um, As you run for legislature, what initiatives are you looking at to ensure residents in remote areas of the county have access to health care, especially as our county health rankings are so low statewide? Yeah, statewide, we are 60 out of 62 counties. Health care is an important issue, especially in a county like Sullivan, where we have an aging populace. We, you know, our our folks are aging and um, and there it. The national healthcare situation is putting a lot of pressure on us. We are a very rural area. So some of the things that I would do is definitely advocate um, on state and federal levels um, and work with my fellow legislators to make sure that we are doing everything that we can to retain the healthcare um, choices that we have here and to try and um, attract additional healthcare choices. 20 plus years ago, um, I worked for a local doctor's office, uh, urology practice. Back then we had all of the uh, specialties, the, our local hospital performed many surgeries and we're seeing that um, diminished over the last five, 10 years. So to me, healthcare is really important um, and we have to make sure that we, we retain what we have and we try and advocate for, for more. As you probably know, the number one industry in Sullivan County is still tourism. County relies on it heavily. Um, how do you plan to boost tourism while also addressing the concerns of residents who may be impacted by increased visitor traffic? That's a good question. Um, <clears throat> we have a local law and a state law that allows us to tax anyone who comes to one of our hotels, motels, or short-term stay um, venues and that 5% is supposed to go for tourism promotion. 
we have a nonprofit organization called the Sullivan County Visitors Association that has been doing this for many years. Um, what's happened over the last several years with this legislature is they have they've they've messed with that process and they have withheld some of that funding and they've tried to change. They did change the local law, but the law was not changed on a state level. When you have professionals, you let them do what they do. So I would return the monies to how it was formatted, right? 5% goes to tourism promotion to one nonprofit organization. If other nonprofits want to compete when that contract is up, then I, you know, encourage them to do so. The best, per, the best person, the best vendor should be chosen. But right now we have a good vendor and we should support them. What's happening with some of our tourism where some local folks are, are having issues, I would encourage them to look to their town boards um, for local laws because this is a home rule state. Each town can decide their own laws when it comes to some short-term rental laws. And some of the towns already have some standing laws. It is an important thing to look at. Would I discourage it? No. Um, but like anything in this in this world, you have to have balance, right? So people should be allowed to do with their property what they want within reason so as to not disturb those living around them. So we just need to look at the laws. We need to work together. We need to understand that we want to encourage tourism. We want to encourage people to make money. But it has to be done in a way that is good for the community and that is sustainable for all of us. So that that's how I would address that. I would let the professionals keep doing what they're doing, and um, I would encourage people to understand their local laws and to always go to your town board meetings, go to your legislative meetings, and participate in your community. Next issue is a big one for our area, as Sullivan County currently has one of the highest uh, opioid overdose rates in the state. Drug addiction, opioids, major issue here, and uh, one of the highest death rates uh, outside of New York City. Um, so do you, there's, there's a few aspects to this. Do you think that the, the county is currently taking sufficient, sufficient action to address this issue? And if not, what additional measures do you think could be implemented? And just in general, how, how do you plan to uh, contribute to positive change towards this issue? The opioid crisis is one that is really in the forefront of my mind. I have um, some personal experience with addiction within my own family. Uh, I started my career working in addiction. And so this is something that um, is very personal to me. I don't think that the county is addressing it as um, holistically as they possibly can. They're not addressing it um, they're not investing as much as they possibly can. For example, when the federal government was giving money to re relief money for what was happening during COVID, it was called the ARPA funds. Sullivan County received over $14 million over a two-year period. And I read ARPA. In it, they outlined that it could be used and they encouraged the use for mental health services and addiction services. And this legislature used it to pave roads and to pay for a heating system out at the college. Now, while both of those things are important, they could have been budgeted and should have been budgeted within the county's budget. This $14 million could have been used to invest in addiction services. Ulster County did that. They used those ARPA funds to buy a building. Um, it was like a, uh, they built, bought a building to have like a crisis center for mental health and addiction. Um, we could have done something like that. And, um, and I think that was a real misuse of the funds. We should be um, looking to... We, we do. We have a substance abuse task force. 
We should be listening to them. They're the professionals. Um, we have received opioid settlement money. We participated in opioid um, litigation and we received settlement money. And um, that money hasn't been dispersed in a timely manner. So every day those dollars are held in a bank account and they're not on the streets fighting this addiction. We're losing people. So that's something else that needs to be addressed, the efficiency of, of that process. When you have professionals that are out there, you need to listen to them. We need more focus on education and prevention. Uh, we, we need more treatment. Um, to date, I don't think we have a detox treatment center in Sullivan County. When I worked in addiction back in the mid-90s, we had, I believe, three facilities that did detox. And we don't have that now. And we're experiencing this crisis now. Um, we need to invest more in supportive services um, for folks who are going through this. Uh, when you're going through this journey of sobriety, uh, it's a very fragile process, especially in the beginning, and especially when you're addicted to something like opioids because it's a physical addiction, as well as um, it impacts your your mental health. And we need to understand that better. And we need to provide people with more supportive services. Um, it's really, we need, a, we need to look at it. It is a multifaceted problem and we need to have a multifaceted approach to it. There is no magic bullet. You, what you have to do is you have to invest so that you can help folks. Because what a lot of people don't realize is that there is a financial toll to this. There's, there's a personal human toll, but there's a financial toll to this. Um, and it, you need to address this because it, it's hard. Um, um, it's 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 hard to explain, but you know we really need to look at it and and um, invest as much as we can in this problem. In recent years, there's been a noticeable increase in public disagreements and infighting among the members of Sullivan County Legislature. As you look to the future, what steps would you take to address uh, this issue and foster better cooperation among your fellow legislators if you were elected? That is also a very good question. And as somebody who has sat in these meetings over the last three plus years, um, there are times that I've been appalled at the behavior of our elected officials. When you are elected to a position, it's not about you anymore, right? So if I'm elected, it's not about me. I am representing a position an office. And when I'm in public and I'm and I'm working for the people, I have to put a lot of stuff aside and I have to behave myself to respect the people who elected me um, and also to respect the people that I represent, even if they didn't elect me. Um, I think one of the things that absolutely has to be done is we have to look at the rules, you know, the county charter, the legislative rules, public um, meeting law. And we have to follow those rules. We can disagree on policy. We can disagree on strategy. But what we all have to agree on are the rules. And um, and I think if we elect some fresh blood to this legislature, I, I don't see that being a problem. Um, I think it's some of the people that we have in there serving right now. But um, I most certainly will respect county charter, legislative rules, and open public meeting law. And just to let you know, I think we've got uh, just under two minutes, just about two minutes for these last two questions. Um, and the first one is, would you vote for Rob Doherty for chair if he was reelected and you also won a seat on the legislature? No. Unfortunately, Mr. Doherty has shown himself over the last three years to um, abuse the power of the chair, 
statesmanship. Um, he acts as if he is a county executive, and that is not what the county legislative chairman is. And finally, in closing, uh, what would you say to folks about why uh, they should vote for you over your opponent? I think people should vote for me because I am a hard worker and I'm honest, almost to a fault. Um, I ta- I've taken this very seriously over the last three years, and um, I have stood up and I have spoken out against chaos and corruption that has happened over the last three years. I've done my due diligence. Um, I've done a lot of reading and research and talking to people. And um, to me, it's it's really important to do this job with the people in mind. That's who you work for. You work for the citizens. And um, and unfortunately, I don't feel like Mr. Conklin has done that. I feel like he has supported Mr. Doherty um, you know, wholeheartedly. He Even last week, he was given the opportunity to vote to remove him as chair, and he didn't. Um, that, to me, is problematic. Um, you have to stand up. You have to advocate for the people that you're um, elected to represent. And I will do that. And and I think the people out there that have been watching me over the last three years believe that. I think they know that to be true. I'm an advocate, and um, and I really believe in serving with dignity and honor and respect to the public. Well, Kat Scott, I thank you so much for taking the time to come in and talk to us, and I wish you all the best in this uh, crazy election season. Thank you so much, Jason, and thank you for the opportunity. Okay, great.